for some history, dog. Browsing History, weekly podcast where we're talking about random events from history which happened around this time, but probably not this time, so a long time ago. <laughs> this week, that year, <laughs> depending on which calendar that you follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a fan of Pope Gregory, but we're going we're gonna to go for it. <laughs> so, for example, the day we're recording this one, the history we're telling is the Thursday, but the story from history we're telling happened Monday just gone. So, so we'd be talking about it in real life, like, you heard about that thing? Oh, yeah, there you go. You heard about the Middle East? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <what? laughs> A little bit ruined over there. <laughs> that, should be, that should be the, uh, like, the premise. It's <laughs> <laughs> of so on the internet. Like, do you remember what happened last Tuesday? <laughs> this is right here, February 14th. I've got to make Mongols sure we're my cap as well. We've got to do it like proper old London. Oh, do you remember, boy? Oh, no, you just explained to me that there's history, and I'm like, oh, it went Tuesday. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? 1258, 13th of February, the Mongol army hmm. besieged Baghdad. Now, a lot of people heard of this. It's been mentioned before, you know, on other podcasts. I'm sure you've heard about it yourself. It's like the, it's the Mongols were going wild in this time period. This is the it's, it's a big like it's a big move for them. They're moving west, moving the, east. Sorry, east and west at the same time. Even <laughs> they were, yeah, no, they <laughs> were. You're 100 percent right. They were absolutely everywhere then. And like one of my favorite things about this one is, um, so when I was looking into it and finding a lot about it, obviously I love Genghis Khan. Everyone who doesn't love old Chingus, however you want to say it, he's like a great great granddad. Most of us, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> think about it well that's what they say yeah. most most people that is but so we all we all put down to Genghis or Genghis Khan being that the big bad Mongol um how many ponies do you think are related to Genghis's army's ponies that's a good one, <laughs> that's that's a a better one. yeah that is a better one you should be checking for them yeah do you being think like, this is a good one I bet there's no ponies in that area or or wherever they held everywhere that <laughs> all the ponies all no the one had ponies. ever seen a pony and then they turned up with that on their back and they were like this is a whole new animal that's where centaurs come from <laughs> and then when they detached them from the pony they're like ah oh, cool well there's actually the idea that a lot of people think with Greek mythology in that, that <laughs> the idea of a centaur came from maybe like a, a steep rider and things like that mm. because the way and the centaurs you use bows in that in mythology didn't they yeah yeah forest people like chasing down deers that's more Celts than that though forest people isn't mm. it but right so yeah, so yeah. we were we were on. <laughs> so we was talk, I was talking about Gen- Genghis Khan and how we all put him down as you know the Mac Daddy of uh, Mongols, but actually Mongakay, which is his son, no, his grandson. To tell a lie, his grandson is arguably probably a lot cooler. Mm. Yeah, for real. Like the vast Mongol Empire was established mm. by Mongakay, so Mongakay actually had his empire. Um, as far east as Poland, as far north as Finland, south to the borders on its south was India, and as far far east as all of Korea. 
Yeah, it's pretty expensive, isn't it? It's pretty fucking <laughs> big. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but they were cool with everyone, so it weren't like they conquered everyone like the Romans did. No, 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 it not It was at pretty all. like, it, it was just a wave of them come through, like, ah, pony men! <laughs> and then you get back to living your life. <laughs> but you'd be paying the pony men taxes. Same old, same old. Same old, same you old. You had to pay someone taxes. Yeah, that's it, that's it. So, I mean, they weren't, I mean, oh, we can't say they weren't too bad, because there was probably... It was not a lot, they were all right. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the ponies, they make little girls really happy. <laughs> they have been a positive influence. And they, you know, the religious freedom was a big thing for them, wasn't it? Yeah. You all can sorts practice of things. That's, that's even, they're still popular. <laughs> <laughs> they're still going now. But they, I think they still, the only difference is they made the religions pay taxes still. Yeah. We don't do that. Oh, yeah. That's rude, isn't it? It I is a bit like rude. The, I think the Greeks were against that a little bit. The Greeks were against that? Yeah, because oh. like, like, if you raided the temple for change. Okay. That's like, that's rude. Yeah, well, that is rude, like, isn't it? Right you're like directly <laughs> pickpocketing the gods, you know what I mean? The temples were set up as like an embodiment almost. I guess, yeah, so that would like, make oh. sense. That would make sense. You're literally but robbing Genghis from a god. Genghis is just like turning up to these people and be like, no, <laughs> don't know what you're on about. These are the new rules. Everyone, a little bit of change. A little guacamole in my packet. There you go. Everyone gets a pony. Everyone, that's that would be the best part of being like, well, if you join their army, you probably get a pony. Well, actually, they used to have more than one pony as well. So yeah. one chavy would have like, like five a ponies. Pony, a, t- a tent pony, you yep. cycle them. Yeah, that's it. You'd have a, a fair few ponies. Yeah. So anyway, that's how big his empire was. Some people have actually argued he was the single most powerful monarch in history. Right. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's fair. I thought that as well. At first, I was like, uh, yeah, he's inherited as well, like two generations before him. Yeah, that's. I, I got a little like... bit testy when I read that. I was like, oh, you. T- Biggest empire ever is the British Empire. What are you on yeah. about? What are you on about? Yeah. But then I realised he had probably had... Because it, it mentioned that politically as well, he, had, he was the most powerful in history. Yeah. Because he probably had a lot more power in his court than Victoria had during the British Empire. And it was a more real power. Yeah. Like, people couldn't lie to you in those days because you'd cut their thumb off or something. <laughs> Whereas, like, back in the Victorian era, they started to get all... It was all about lying. And suits and ties and yeah, that, you know that's I mean? it. That's it. A little bit of business with it. So... Mongoke was a big firm believer of this whole everything under heaven to be under Mongol rule. Everything that, under the blue sky. That's it. Everything under under the sky is, is theirs. And like I said, he bought that huge, huge empire. So he got he got pretty close with it. Um he was also the older brother to Kublai Khan. So loads Oh, of, they were brothers. Yeah, they were oh, brothers. Okay. So a lot of people know Kublai Khan who Kublai Khan is because of Marco Polo series, great series, good well, fun. Great, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was just resisting the urge. <laughs> Nobody asked you to make a decree. <laughs> he is a sick show. What, what, who, Shout out Thousand Eyes. What? What? Who is that? What's the name of that? He's done really well now. He played Kubrick. Yeah, he's in all the Marvel movies a, and. Have you ever watched Fifteen Stories High? That was a he very was good show. He was the TV roommate to um. Sean Locke. Sean Locke. Yeah, rest in rest peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Shout that was a Sean very Locke. good show. I showed someone that recently. It was you who showed me that years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, from there, he's, is he also in Marvel? Yeah, he's... he's um, Wong. Wong, that's it. Yeah, he's done great. But So that series actually happened, I believe, after Monga K's death. Because that's all about yeah, him getting power. Yeah, series was definitely recorded after It was about after, you know? Because <laughs> um, I, I believe in the first series... It's about him getting power, Kublai getting power, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But Monga Yeah, he's like solidifying it amongst the brothers, actually, isn't That's he? That's it. And, and Monga K is actually, people consider Monga K to be the last um, final Khan. Like, where, mm. un, un, what's the word? Help me out here. 
Like the Un- other ones were sort of like Undisputed Khan. Undisputed Khan. Undisputed Khan, bro. <laughs> he was the last Khan where everyone was yeah. like, yeah, he's our boy. After yeah. that, it all got a little bit murky in Civil War. Yeah. And then, and like, people moved, like, it got too spread out. Yeah. Same story for most empires, isn't it? Well, it was probably Monga K who spread it out. That's it. Yeah. So you get big, and then can you hold it? Can you hold the bigness? Well, he died. He couldn't even... I think... He didn't Uncle, get a chance to give it a, even a, a grasp. Uncle Gendis just wanted to, like, run. That was his thing. And everyone <laughs> picked up the pieces after him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like Superman on these ponies. <laughs> Whoa, what's next? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, whoa, we got nearly all of China and that. Yeah. Mongolia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. We yeah. got a lot of acres. When really it was just Genghis no Khan plows. for good <laughs> We got bags for the money and swords and ponies. And we've just been going. <laughs> <laughs> and then his sons are like, let's, let's figure this out. There's a lot of acreage. <laughs> we've got a bit of a what do we want to do? do <laughs> diplomats, ranchers. <laughs> that would be a struggle, wouldn't it? But here you go, it, to, credit, to discredit that theory, Mongake kept the run going. Yeah, true. He, that's what, but like, yeah. He kept running with it. But he sort of like knew the game from having to deal with his ancestors, you know? Well, him, Their running abilities. him and Kubla were sort of the ones who were favoured by Genghis. Mm. They were even reportedly, when they were younger, uh, blessed by Genghis after a hunt. But they used animal fat instead of blood back then. Mm. And he actually bl- uh, blooded them with fat. But particularly Kubla and Mongake. Mm. But Mongake being the oldest and obviously the better runner, because he was running all up and down the <laughs> continents, um, he ended up in power. Um, as well as that, they had another brother. Uh, their other brother was a man. Well, they had two more brothers, I believe. Probably a lot more brothers, Drop actually. No, he's at least half brothers. <laughs> a couple of. I think they were even half brothers. Yeah. So I don't know what why this group in particular to the rumoured thousands of people that Genghis sired why these ones are particularly but anyway Hulagu was another one of their brothers and uh, in 19 or 19 certainly not then in in 19 (laughs) cities he killed over 300 people (laughs) woo in 1252 Mongake decides to send his two brothers out on two different missions Uh, he sends Kubla, he sends Kubla to go deal with the rest of China. Yeah, because that's the impression I got from the Marco Polo series. Yeah. He was sort of like, he was the new Chinese one. That's and it. And it was still going mad in the West when they're still living in yurts and that. Well, they're still running. By the time he sent, oh, look, I should have turned that off. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> by the time he was running those ponies all through through uh, Asia and China, I believe that they was already had been as far up as Algeria or Armenia. Nice. So they, you know... And like near, they went as far north as Finland and Poland, is it? Eventually. I don't know if that was before oh, or after. Right. I haven't looked yeah. into the sieges in Poland. I only know about the Armenia and um, Armenia is because what comes up later. But as where... So he sent Kubla out towards the rest of... I believe it was southern China was left. Hmm. And he sent Hulagu, not as far east as Europe, but more Middle East. He sent Hulagu to go deal with some assassins. I hope Hulagu, as Hashashians, is the same root as the word hooligan. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's an old enough age that etymology 
it because we got hash and assassin yeah, 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 for the yeah. same derivative. Yeah. We might have got hooligan from Mr. Hooligoo. Think he might be the OG fucking Hooligoo. <laughs> He's turning up in the Stone Island. It's literally made out of stone. <laughs> it's, uh, on his pony. On match day on a pony. <laughs> I'm Hooligoo. Who wants it? Uh, there's the assassins about. <laughs> fucking Maggie smoking all that. <laughs> he might be the original hooligan. That's yeah. a good point. He'd yeah. just turn up to the local pub and sit there and wait. <laughs> Someone says, hey, no one knows me around here. It's I see the stony. I like you mentioned him <laughs> drinking, right? Because so when Mongake sent Hulagu out, according to a Persian historian, the orders from Mongake to Hulagu were. So oh, I've got to do my best Dan Carlin impression. You, no, I won't. You had to go with a large army, and in innumerable forces from the borders of Tehran to the country of Iran, treat kindly and affectionately and affectionately and reward sufficiently whoever submits to your order. Grind beneath the feet of your wrath those who resist, along with their wives, children, kith and kin. If the Caliph of Baghdad comes out to pay homage, harass him in no way whatsoever. If he is prideful and his heart and tongue are not one, let him join the others in death. Be awake and sober in all situations. That's some seriously gangster words. <laughs> you know I mean? So be really, really nice. Until it's time, do not be so nice, okay? <laughs> and then everything's it's gone. It just gets serious. It gets serious, doesn't it? Like, it's okay, like, yeah. be a jolly chap. Cold-blooded. But and then it was even you thought he was going to get a pass. He's like, if the caliphate comes out, give him a nod. But if he acts up, <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> you know what a pony's for. Brah, brah, brah. Ponies and bows, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's getting them. All of it. Um, so what I found interesting about that, so like I said, this is meant to be about the sacking of Baghdad. But that wasn't even what the orders were. His orders were to go from Tehran to Iran, and particularly into the area of the Hashashins. Mm. And he was just... Baghdad wasn't the plan. If he the caliph comes out these... and helps you out, he's your boy. If he doesn't, fuck him up. Mm. So that's what I like about it. You know, this whole... one of the he biggest... did mention it and he knows his voice. <laughs> <laughs> these are Shashins, they're a nuisance. But also, he's there. Just in case... I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm like, if he's not, he's all right, he's all right. But if you know, <laughs> you can go to the local and see if he's in there steaming. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. That's it. It was just it was it was OG. It was the original mob. It, well, it's they, all well, sons. They, yeah, yeah. It's all they, of course they're original mobs. Factions. Of course they're original mobs. Even the politicians now are still mobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but these were like one like stereotypical just racketeering. Yeah. Turn okay. up just like they pay their tax or yeah, give you, you money windows. or we're smashing your window. Yeah. <laughs> but they did a lot more than smashing your window, didn't they? Yeah, but equivalent. <laughs> uh, they're ponies. That <laughs> <laughs> to make that make do. That to make do, yeah. They made do like really quite harshly as well, though. Yeah, no, it was it's, like brutally efficient. Brutally <laughs> efficient. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, the, in the time period, the population was probably around four hundred and something million. Yeah. And any of that something, like four hundred and ten, four hundred and five, <laughs> whatever it is, was deleted by these dudes. A hundred percent. No, definitely. Serious ponies. Just in probably just in these these sieges that are coming up. 
because mm. even though we're doing the siege of Baghdad, there's a couple in on the way. Yeah, because it was the like, is the deep into the period of like citification, wasn't it? People were moving into these big cities. I, man, so, it, well, it's a lot. It's a lot later than you think. If you think about it, twelve fifty eight, bro. This was after. This is after ten sixty six and medieval, like early medieval. I guess it is early medieval period for mm. Europe, even actually. Yeah. Because we still have Henry the But, like, if you think about feudal medieval periods, mm. it's like it's still very rural, isn't it? The Lord has to, yeah, like, ride right, right out wrong. and send the sheriff to collect everything. Yeah, Whereas towards wrong. the end of that, they're all grouping together in these bigger cities. But this around time, the water so sources and the agriculture. With uh, w- what we're not putting into consideration here is the fact that with Baghdad, it's literally the... It's the, it's the home of civilization, yeah, Mesopotamia. Pretty, like, and not only that, it's it's the golden era of Islam. So it's, oh, yeah. So this is something we've been mention. established for so long as well. Yeah, that city idea. Yeah, is like it's it's existed and started to like evolve naturally into a thing. That's it. I mean, that's like, no matter who controls it, that area is always good. It's 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 been flourishing for yeah, like you said, since the, the dawn of man, um, and it also being the golden era of Islam. What we had the Moors are about in Spain at the moment. Yep, that's it. The Moors are moving around. Um, I, I'm I'm not not massively on my history of Islam and you know, the Islamic empires going on. So and there's everything. a lot of caliphates, isn't there? A lot like, of caliphates, you know, and I, I struggle even getting Sunni and Shiite right. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Though what I found when I was looking into it is like all the names start with Al. <laughs> so it's like, it's like Al was there. Which Al? Oh, Nasir. Um, Al is always mate, and then Al. <laughs> you went to Al Al. Al, listen, Al's acting up. <laughs> Me and Al are going to take him out. We've got a lot of Al's later in yeah. this as well, actually. A few Al's. But, um, so, it being the golden era of civilization, we've got Baghdad was particularly the the centre. Like, it had all the top universities. It had all the scholars. Or I'll mention now, there was actually a whole district. I was going to mention it later on. But there's actually a whole district in Baghdad at this time a whole like block neighborhood just for musicians oh cool just for musicians yeah um so bards bards yeah, <laughs> yeah bards it's just college. Bards, man there's a bards college it's straight up solitude but better <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah way better than solitude solitude yeah come on a skyrim reference so. <laughs> <laughs> not as in being on your solitude another thing i noticed from that those orders he gave out was uh the end part he has to tell hulagu don't get drunk, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's how we got onto that subject, wasn't it? Yeah, no, he, he likes to drink. We already know hooligans no, a hooligan. I hadn't mentioned that already, but you you were the one who brought yeah, up like, he's the original like, hooligan. Yeah, he's sat in the pub every morning. There you go, and, and he that's how he ends was. up tearing up. That's, and he was famously now. This this is one of my favourite things is you've got to be really really bad at getting drunk. If he was famous among the Mongols for being aggressive when he was drunk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Mongols, obviously the OG like mobsters, are like boxing and wrestling under the influence constantly. That's how they learnt their trade before yep. the ponies. Probably the bosses of gout, the, like yeah. the absolute. They probably tamed them strong ponies through wrestling. Wrestling the ponies? Yeah. <laughs> like instead, they didn't have ropes. They were little, short, stocky, strong. Some yeah. of the ponies, it was a fair one. And that's how they come to be. Do you reckon there was ever a Mongol strongman competition where they got to see how many ponies they can barbell lift? And yeah. I yeah. think there still is, in a way. <laughs> There's, like, the Kazakh horseman games and all that. Yeah, but and I doubt they, they're like, trying to bench ponies. Maybe. 
They're doing the Milo. There's there's definitely someone out there doing the Milo. They've got a baby horse and they think, I'll carry it around the field every day. Do you reckon? And it will only be such an incremental weight increase I won't notice until I've got a whole horse yoke walking around with it. That's how you break your back. That's how the wrestler Milo trains. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Well, with a cow. Yeah. But yeah, with a pony, it's more significant because then you're bonding with the pony that is also (laughs) like a war machine. It's like a modern day, like, armoured personnel carrier, essentially. That you're bonded with. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. It's like pretty you, good yeah. idea. It's Avatar sort of <laughs> style. So if you, instead of plugging your hair in, you're benching the pony. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like love your warhorse? And I'll show you. Come with me and I'll show you the colours of the wind. Give me six, son. One. I can see the similarities. I can see the similarities. And obviously you catch them in the wild. There's, they had to get them from somewhere. Yeah. So that's, like, that's where the wrestling, I think, come from. <laughs> and that's how they're definitely... Fighting nation, <laughs> it's like being rooted in them from when they were animals until they we, they all the way evolved in that area. There was like a unity between them and ponies. I think it's just because the steep was rough as hell, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the environment <laughs> creates the animal, and this is a pony-related sort of wrestling animal. <laughs> so, with them, like I said, he's he's an aggressive drunk, right? But a couple of interesting things I found out about him: his mother. And his wife, or his favoured wife, because I'm sure he had a bunch of them, were Christian. Oh. So there goes back to what and we mentioned. Really goes well. Well, I, I just like I think it's quite interesting for what happens later, and also what we mentioned earlier about how they're accepting of all religions. Yeah, true. But that so it wasn't a thing, maybe. Yeah, but then at the same time, while he, while they were Christian, he apparently took interest in Buddhism, getting drunk, and. <laughs> This is my favourite one. He used to like to consult astrology. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting like low-grade tabloids reading the back. That's, oh, it. I, that's so mean. <laughs> I'm totally looking for opportunity this week. That's it. That's it. Well pissed up. Oh, the moon's full. I've got to go like, oh. So obviously I got pissed up. The moon was full. <laughs> All his wives giving him drama over it. He got pissed up at Mike. That's He's it. He's got an excuse. Mike, was in retrograde, yeah. bruv. Of course yeah. I got pissed up. Of course um, I seized Baghdad. Margaret, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do like that he's like a, a, a little white girl about it. Yeah, he's like a little, he's a hipster. Yeah. He's yeah. like a new ager. <laughs> Aggressive he's like, one. He's, he's an old age. That's what new agers are trying to be, I expect. He's an old ager. That's what everyone was like in the old age. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, moon stars, yeah. Whatever I want to wear, I wear it around everyone. And so, I'm a Buddhist. <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> So, this is the chavvy we're following. We're not going off with Kubla. We're sticking with Hulagu. And in autumn 1254, Hulagu departs Mongolia with 10,000 men. There's also 12,000 men who have preceded him from two fortresses ahead. And they, like, went out um, and actually started to take fortresses in already in the area. And they had already taken two just just as Hulagu's leaving. But by Mongolia, do you mean the border of their massive empire? No. Or the actual, like, modern-day sort of Mongolia area? Actual Mongolia area. Oh, that must take ages. It probably took them a while. And I think back then, Mongolia was, uh, was bigger. I can't... I can't yeah, actually, that's a good point. I never looked into exactly where they set out from. I do believe it was what was the capital city of Mongolia then. I can't tell you what that was. I didn't think yeah, into the, it far enough like that. What I saw was they were moving east into West China at that time. Go on. So, like, that's what Kublai would have been doing. Like, Go on. You sort of cleared it up for me. And this, and he's heading west. So out of Mongolia, that steep Kazakhstan area, all that, 
he's going towards us, which ends up going through the Middle East. Go on. And uh, Kublai is going east towards Japan sort of areas. They're just spreading out that way. They split in half and they're like, catch you at the back. So I'm not. I'm trying to. Uh, the reason I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find exactly where the capital of Mongolia at that time was. I, sh- I should have really put that in my notes. So that's a good little learning curve. Um, I can't find. But it, it won't be that clear either, because of the uh, the records. It's it's all changed. It's all. Uh, I'm so where's Mongolia into, under the blue sky? Under the blue sky. Where's the above? capital of Mongolia? You're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So Hulagu leaves with his uh, 10,000 boys to catch up with his 12,000 boys who have already taken two fortresses. So they're they're killing it. But as he's moving west, the army snowballs. So like a a bunch of armies from all the areas in the uh, Mongol Empire just start joining as he's marching. Yeah, like that Kazakh horse parade I was talking about. Yeah, that Kazakh horse. Just, uh, everyone's just hitting the valley at the same time. That's it. Have you seen that particular video of where it's yeah, just, it's just like, yeah, that's uh, thousands of horses coming yeah. over the steep. And yeah, unreal. Unreal. The control. Yeah. And you like they're all upright. You can tell there's no like tragedy happening. Yeah. Everyone's like really got it going on. It's absolutely. If you can if you if can find that, go check that out. I, I don't know what you would search for. Definitely. It. I think it is either Kazakh or Uzbek horsemen's um like festival or games yeah. or something along those lines. It is just a massive gathering of like uh, like horseman culture. It, and it, it still it, exists. It, at one point, I was, how many would you say? I could, I could easily thousands. It's like a stadium worth of people, isn't it? On the horses don't know how big a stadium coming is in over. Thousands, like yeah. maybe between. Oh, I don't think 20. we're talking about the same video because it's not in a stadium. No, not, I don't mean. Oh, okay. Stadium, oh, okay. But okay. I mean, okay. like when you talk about them, you're like, oh, that's as big as Wembley. Or yeah, whatever. I get you. I get you. Now. So I'm like imagining it in my head, like visualize mm, it. It's mm. bigger than that crowd, and they've got a horse. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good, like, close to hundred thousand riders, and it's rolling over hills as well. Yeah, and there's like... more back on the, p- the hills that are behind them, rolling with more horses. It's. Ben has got one leg short than the other. The left leg so is a little bit shorter. <laughs> and then if you're a rider for the east wing, you've got the other way around. The left leg's longer. <laughs> so uh, as I was saying, these they start this army starts snowballing. They're getting like chavis from China coming over for like siege experts from the north northern China, which they already currently have. Nice. Um, they've got Christian armies coming down from Armenia to uh, back them up. It's it really starts popping off. And by the time hundred eyes. Hundred eyes is there. <laughs> oh, well, like, I don't, uh, he's he might dropping be. knowledge. He might be <laughs> dropping like snakes on people. <laughs> they're, they're doing all that. How I always see it is, do you know how they depict like um, Xerxes' army in three hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like all different, different yeah, cultures. It's just like send in that one. Yeah, like, the yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings strategy game or something. It's like do the Easterlings. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, now try yeah. a troll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Exactly. Ten thousand orcs. That's probably exactly what they did. Well, yeah, actually, it must have been like similar because it's just like the. That's what it is about remaining the culture as well. Yeah. If Romans turned up to Japan, would they have like beat samurai and martial arts out of them and taught them the crap Roman way of fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Would they wasted that history? No, they let. Like, they whereas be... Mongols continued like, yeah, you do kung fu, that's good. Yeah, Teach I Mongols get what you're kung saying. fu as well. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Turned up like, that's not right. I mean, the Romans didn't do that fully though, because um. No, they weren't very good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted salt, gold, <laughs> really thick. Well, let's get off. Of the, let's get off of the Romans because we'll come on to the Romans. Oh, yeah, no, but time. empires in general tend to like get like 
too single-minded. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas the Mongols were open to everything, so they could call up these Easterlings and these Orcs. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they still let them train their old-school Orc style. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that, that benefited them greatly, like, because you can imagine if just Mongol-style armies are trying to siege a city. Yeah. On your horse, well, you're going to sit outside the wall with your horses for weeks and months, and I know some sieges were like that, but yeah, trying to starve out a city and stuff oh, like that. Jesus Christ, that's boring, isn't it? No, that's you want to bring your siege chavies from? That's not pony, not pony style pony at all, style. is it? You should be like riding like like, like a circle pit until you <laughs> figure out like, all right, it's the wall. What are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do, guys? What are we going to do? Then someone sees a door or something, they're like fire on the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, well, this is what goes off, and they all storm in. This is why they had the siege guys from China and things like that, so they could, you know, not yeah. just spin around in circles. They, they, one guy would have him on his horse, like <laughs> he's taking the little Chinese siege guy around, he's showing him everything. Like, what do you see? So they got, camera up there. They got further along. They got to be beyond <laughs> just horses by now, though, because by the time they reach the border of Iran, his army is one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, that's pretty. That's. It's got to be more, and they can't have 150,000 ponies either. Yeah. Nah. We've seen it. <laughs> We've seen, seen it with it. our own eyes. We have seen it with our own eyes. That's how they work. That's how they operate. It's a sea of like <laughs> mammalian bodies. It's just all that happened to everyone. There might not have even been swords. So when he reached the border with his 150,000 army, he kind of broke one of his orders straight away. Did he want the straightener with him straight away? Nah. He didn't even have a drink. He was just like, Dad's told me to go fight him, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, he starts no, he starts hold, throwing, like, mad feasts. Oh, right. <laughs> the first thing he does is get drunk. Yeah, so he, it's the opposite. That's it. He gets his 150,000 men, cool. and the first thing he starts doing is, like, numerous feasts, and he's inviting, but he's inviting, like, Iranian envoys, and all, like, envoys and ambassadors and big top traders from that local area to these big feasts because mm. he's trying to curry favour. If you think about it, he's got 150,000 men. He's got to feed 150,000 yeah. men. Fuck about. But imagine freshening up your hunting ground like every few days. If you're travelling all the way through all these forested areas, you're it's just true. collecting all these meats. It's true. But you've got that many men, man. Yeah. And they can all get... Like, Animals going to be that rumbling miles off. Seriously. What mm. scouting, innit? Send mm. boys. So... He, he's just supplying trade routes, figuring, figuring out who's on his side. At the moment, he's still got just going after the Hashashans. And, um, and the tail. Huh? He's like rubbing sand and that. He's like... <laughs> well, he, he knows like where they are, because I'm, I'm about to get into those guys, right? They're not as mysterious and wishy-washy no, as, no. as we think they are. They're, they're, another name for them is the Nizari. Um, in 1256, I'll briefly quick mention, that 1256 in spring is when Hulagu enters the territory of yeah. these Hashashans, or these Nazari. Into the springtime. That's so, a good time of year to go. The springtime's perfect mm. to set up all but just about to have, do you know what I mean, winter of feasting, yeah. sorting out a few trade deals. Springtime, let's step on over the border. But then it's actually taken him two years to get there. If you so if you yeah, remember, that's what I was saying about Mongolia, how far away it was earlier. So it must have been So far. it was like a big old trek where they built the whole time mm-hmm. and it, if, by they, this point it was 150,000 so they're collecting dudes as well that's it and like they could have even bred some ponies in them years definitely two years new, breed ponies, pony. new breed of ponies out there I don't know if they're making brand new types of ponies but they've got new ponies with them ponies been born on the way you know what I mean mm-hmm. old families are born on the way on that yeah. um, and uh, as, like you said it's how big is it? it big it is people came from like we mentioned earlier Armenia 
from Armenia to China to join. So two years, yeah, so plenty yeah, of time for everyone to catch up. Long old time. Yeah, so they snowballed. Mm. <laughs> That's what we were getting to earlier. So it's all from, from all directions. So the Nazari, the Hashashins, they're considered a sect within a sect when it comes to Islam, right? So I, th- I believe... This is this is where I think I'm going to mess up, because especially when it talks about Islam, and I've probably messed up a lot already, because we're definitely not educated historically in any way. None of us are. Yeah, no, it's, the, it's like it's just this week's news. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened Tuesday. We're, happened, going, we're happened... not going to be able to go ahead round it that quick. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this sect of Islam is to do with. Um, one of the uncles of Muhammad who went off uh, I believe that is Sunni they believe oh, I might have messed it up and we might just be getting <laughs> right now but <laughs> that's worse <laughs> <laughs> just being ignorant is much further than <laughs> oh is it oh, okay we'll have to edit that out then um, <laughs> um, so there are special I just forget the sex Special stuff. Special yeah. It's like how everyone was. Every, that's what I was saying about the wives. Yeah, the Christian wife. They were busy at that time, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like even the popes were changing up. There was like a fake pope and a real pope. Yeah, the anti-pope. Like, and, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. anti-kings of Germany and stuff like that. There's just haters. <laughs> there's professional haters out there. Oh, you're the king, huh? I'm the anti-king. There was the you're like Christ. Mm. Oh. <laughs> So okay, I won't delve too deep into what type of you know but yeah, religious no, belief of sect of understand the it, but their own one, and it, they're not representative of everyone. By not, any at means. not at all. Not at all. And so getting into that, so them and the Caliphate of Baghdad, they uh, they didn't really get on anyway. So the Shashins of Baghdad, uh, dicey anyway. So I thought the Hashassins were like Assassin's Creed. They are. Like, they literally are. Yeah. No, it's the same Chavis. So they're just like out there as their own little club. He gets contacted like witches. Well, the first game when they're in the mountains, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the first game, there's a, a fortress in the mountains. It's them. That's historically yeah. correct. And this, this, this involves that fortress and everything at one point. This um, is the era, man. That's All it. this cool shit. There is a lot down. of cool stuff going on in this century. But then when we did a check of what else was going on this year, apart from a volcano, there weren't much else. Yeah, but that volcano was a good one. It was, yeah, so everyone was, it was dusty for days, up <laughs> all the way up to France. That's <laughs> like from Indonesia. That, yeah, that was a big old volcano. Yeah, that imagine pro- the tsunamis and that. From yeah. and also in this time period, I think it was just like in this century, the a river in England moved like twenty two miles west from extreme weather. Really? Yeah, it was really going down. Okay, this is a pretty dope century. Yeah, it's like the climate change century. It's a pretty good one. Little Greta Thunberg's out there on their ponies, (laughs) changing the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Charging taxes, like, we'll warm the planet up, promise. Do you reckon that's what... Well, no, we entered an ice age, you said. Yeah, they call it the mini ice age or something like that. And they were leaving the... Oh, what would it be called? Warm pony era or something, I feel like. <laughs> oh, pl- no, not that, that. That's not, I won't say that at all. I went to show no. how really dumb I am. The uh, Plasticine. <laughs> it was made, it was stop motion Plasticine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one. Mongol stop motion. So much you get on that. So the, um, like I said, no love lost between the Caliphate of Baghdad yeah. and the Ashashins. Um, but how significant were the Ash- Ashashins in that way, though? 
So the Caliphate of Baghdad had some land. Did the Hashashians have land and like? Yeah, yeah, they had fortresses and and fortresses. And they, what they would well, like do... as a club. <laughs> like a nation, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, so they, what they would do is they would have these fortresses in the mountains near... They were based near these villages. I won't say that. Basically, so I'm going to stop myself there. Reef the dojos. <laughs> <laughs> near <laughs> these... Karate and smoked reefer. <laughs> they were kind of reefer dojos. <laughs> Don't go to my house. It's Ninja Stars, bro. <laughs> so they had these forts in the mountains. And... They would always be near villages, and then they would try and get that village to sort of follow their sect of Islam. Mm. So, ah, oh, right, yeah. But think so, of someone uh, recently who may have hidden caves, had a different view of Islam to a lot of Muslims, and forced everyone in villages near their caves to believe in Islam. That sort of thing, but also Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> but also. Pot smoking assassins. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part about them. I think that sold a lot of people. <laughs> I don't really I used to be into this whole thing, but what are you saying? <laughs> How'd you rip that then? They actually, at some point, I heard they invented the, the, the double skinner. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that possible to find out? <laughs> I don't know if it is, bro. I don't know if I can find that one out. No, actually, no. I don't want to name them. But I know who invented the double skinner, and they also took it across the Atlantic. You know her as well. Oh, nice. There is, um, so there is, they actually caused the death of two caliphs of Baghdad in the past. Well, like poisoning up and like sneaking no, in. stabbing. Oh, like, so what they would do is they'd, they'd get, get work close to that office, whoever yeah. they was trying to get at. Yeah. And then deep they would stay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> deep no, state. what is it called? Sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. Yeah. And then they would like juke them up. That's dope. After working for them and that's stuff. Like cool. They're pretty good. They're so pretty that's good. what the gang's for, because you're just like there. You know, they've <laughs> got your flat the and work ain't telling you nothing. You ain't got the call yet. You're just like, no, 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 just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> go to the shop, go out for a meal, meet people, and just go back to your for your flat. You're like, what else? That's it, it's fine, we'll pay you. And he's there just like, reefer, reefer, reefer all the time because he's bored. And there then one go. day he calls him, he's next door, go now. There you go. Dude, and you're like, yeah, sleep yourself. Well, actually, they Ninja say... Ninja star, just like the fucking reef of Dojo. So this, this is where some of the assassins <laughs> stuff comes from, is they believe that they did exactly that, was like they'd kidnap people from villages and just drug them. So, so they like, weren't um, actually like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Assassin stoners. MK Ultra. It's sort of more MK Ultra. Because back in them days, they were probably... They had like lower tolerances. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, it would have been like doing acid for them. Definitely. And they had like little Charlie Mansons out there with the karate geese. Like, I reckon everyone had their own name on it, but it had to be the same one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you had to buy it through them and they got it embroidered in the right font and that. And, and you had you, to have the right logo. Yeah. That. Yeah, of course. And yeah, there were different belts. You get like three belts a week. Well done, you got gold sparkly stripes this week <laughs> with the belt on the back of it, which signifies your dragon blood. <laughs> all those dudes. They lived in the mountains, just like about their box. They, and then they, the CIA dude turns up, whoever he is, and he's like, "You got to take down these Middle Eastern countries." Dude, they took down one leader at a time. They took down so many people. There was a how story... did they do it? Destabilize the economy? No, no, no they, a lot of accuse them of a lot of times it was of mass like destruction. Well, a lot of times it was people. <laughs> a lot of time it was they they would be hired by someone else. Mm. So I think there was a, an attempt on Richard the Second. Yeah, I think there Yo. was a, an attempt on Richard II. Imagine carrying that one out. Like we were saying, how long it took to travel in these days. It was during the Crusades. So he's already in the end. He's already in the end. Yeah, you've paraglided yeah. in and that. <laughs> like Hitman, you, you got the silencer on everything. Again, it was another It was another um, sleeper cell. Another dude yeah. working in his cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah another one. Sick. So 
I bet he was really good at his job as well. <laughs> no, actually, apparently... I've been working hard on his promotion. Now I'll just kill him and run home. Apparently, Richard actually sparked him out. He yeah? got caught. Yeah. Because oh, Richard dear. didn't die from it. Oh, yeah, the lion heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. he had the, lion, the heart of a lion. and they, um... He got stabbed in the hip while he was asleep and woke up like, oh! Whoa. Deck the chap. The hip. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's, he was stoned. But then he... You're not supposed to do it that much. Get <laughs> 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 my hip, man. And then... Uh, <laughs> no, that was terrible. <laughs> there was... Um... That's not what I said. I'm a hip, man. <laughs> oh, yes. Um... a t-shirt. <laughs> so, um, I mentioned they took a job from a lot of people... They all reported to, and all, I guess all the jobs were given to, a mythological man. He wasn't really mythological, he was real. But they were calling him the old man of the mountain. And he'd be like their boss. Yeah, their leader. We'll get to... That's a good like guru name as well. It's good. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm sort of bringing him in a bit mystery like that. Yeah. It's a good one, the old I man of the mountain. I Manson like to be called. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the old man of the mountain actually sent messengers, right, to France and England. So this is why this is why one of the reasons Mongolia and Mongake don't really like the assassins and why he wants them gone. Mm. So not only are they murdering everyone for anyone, given the, the right ego price. He told him about. Well, said, don't drink and watch these. Well, I I, I mentioned earlier that, that obviously the caliph doesn't particularly like the assassins, mm. um, and the assassins didn't particularly like the caliph either, but they saw with the Mongols. At first, it was very much the enemy of my uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So it was yeah, very much so like that between them. Yeah. So they, so, it was oh, very much like that between them. Just keep you for the winner every time. We're going to win this side. What changed that was the old man of the mountain sent messengers to France and England, and he uh, he sent them to try and in in the idea was to build a Christian Islam unison alliance combo combo well, jesus is like really well quoted in the quran as well so it's easy to it's do. easy to do no one's ever done it that seems like lazy so they that was the plan to do that against the mongols so remember how christians are acting at this time those dogs everyone's rude as hell back all then. Up. anti anti-christians everyone's rude Anti-pope. back then bro and so trying to get them together and the mongols found out about this Another thing that annoyed the Mongols with the Ashashins was uh, when they were in Europe, Armenia, there was a general who was amongst the Mongol army. Mm. And while he was asleep in his camp, assassins reportedly do their job, got into his tent and cut him down while he slept. Stabbed him right in the toe knuckle. Well, with him, they didn't hit him in the hip. They, no, they got him they, for real. They got him for real. Was there like two of them there? D- there must have been more. I do, do believe there was the more one, than one. You need yeah. one stoner to remind the other stoner what he's up to. I'm <laughs> trying to stab someone in the hip. <laughs> it's true. That's why that last one with Richard is very true. Yeah. Send him on his own. He'd been out, he'd been out the flat all night. <laughs> <laughs> they just like got a Burger King downtown or something like that. He's going in. Well, like, allow one. The mountains began to quake. And the hearts of kings began to tremble, is a quote by this um, Islamic scholar who was knocking about with hula hoops. That's how they felt about the ponies, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good, isn't Here it? Here it comes, the it's wave a of really good one. flesh and hair. And at the time, 
the leader or the old man of the mountain was a name na- a man named Al Adin. Aladdin. He's got that <laughs> treasure boy. Well, yeah, because all these hits, he's hitting serious players. It's like Skyrim. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go there for the kill, but you end up staying for the loot. Like you're there, like, oh, I've got you. You've got your own hip. Ooh, that's a statue I never saw. Ooh, that's a one of one. Oh, bing, 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 bing. Oh, he's got a septum. He's got a little urn here full of coin. So he was the leader of the order, and he was um, responsible at that time as well for sending, reportedly, sending 400 agents to the Mongol capital to kill Mongoke. That ain't going to happen. Did they bring their own ponies? No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> you want a giant scorpion to turn up like that. 400, bruv. That's nothing. That's a lot. That's not. That's a lot. Not compared to 150k. Not compared to the 400 spirit. assassins, Not though. compared to everything under the blue sky. Not to, Okay, but it's a lot of assassins knocking about your city yeah, when most is, of your army's gone. In one city, that is like overkill. I do agree <laughs> with that. Like, if you're really an assassin, it don't, that's not how you do it. Right. Mm. So they're, they're really mucking with each other now. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah, it is silly. Um, they must have been like not good ones, though. Because imagine your big John Wicks and that. You don't want to send them. No, no, no. You're so instead like, of sending him, because you know how bad the pony war is going to be, you're just like 400 of the juniors. They'll, you get more hyped up, you start training them different, and that's how it goes downhill for you. That's how you end up starting messing with the Mongols. They got rid of the bad ones because Mongol K wasn't assassinated in the capital at any point ever. So they got rid of yeah, pretty bad. they must have sucked. <laughs> but also... Everyone would have sucked because he was like living. Mm. He'd gone, his family had taken over the world essentially. Yeah, yeah. And he had a pony on deck. He slept with a <laughs> pony in the room. He cool. had one pony in the bathroom as well in case they tried to get him when you know what. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, um, on top of that, there was, uh, actually, not on top of that. Sorry, I'm getting a bit lost with my words here. On top of a pony. On top of a pony. There was the king of the world. So there was uh, that rumour also didn't help the fact that the son of Al-Adin didn't actually agree particularly with Al-Adin's stance on the Mongols. I think he was very much... So you got to remember, it was Al-Adin who sent the He's the messengers, old man of the mountain, right? So he sent the messengers... That's it. So he He's sent the messengers to Europe. He um, is the one who killed the... Mongol general when he was in Europe. Oh, so he actually did him. Well, not him personally did him, but he's he's oh, the he one in charge of the in charge the, of the order the at the time. He's the one who's rumored to have sent four hundred assassins to the Mongol oh, okay. capital. So he's like rude anyway. And his son, like I said, didn't particularly like his way of things and felt more the enemy of the enemy is my friend. Yeah. So he Aladdin actually wakes up while. Hulagu, well, he doesn't wake up. While Hulagu <laughs> is marching in his kingdom, um, Aladdin is actually found assassinated in his bed oh. with knives in him. And his guards are just sat outside like they, not, nothing's happened. Well, there because is... the real king of the hits is charging for your down on a bunch of ponies right now. Oh, well. You ain't the hit king no more. He, he ain't the hit king no more. But his son Quasha has taken lead. Was it Quasha that killed him then, not the Mongols? That's what the rumour is. People think because Quasha was a bit flopsy when it comes to the Mongols, right? You'll read, you'll find out a little bit later on. A lot of people think it was him who actually killed his dad. Nothing to do with the Mongols. The Mongols ain't got hitmen, they ain't got assassins. But this is how you do hits, dusty old man from the mountain. Hundred daggers and no one see Stabbed his own papa up in his bed, right? Mr. Hip every time. So Straight into the fleshy parts. Despite, <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't hitting no hip. 
despite that, he still refused. So when Quasha, his son Quasha took took over, Quasha still refused to meet Hulagu. Mm. So people aren't still aren't sure. So and he's not as diplomatic as he first seemed. Some people thought he was scared. But maybe the power got to his head. That's a popular theme from the era as well. It's a popular thing, but but a lot of people think he was just scared. Yeah. Because 150,000 ponies coming out your door. Or has he got fucking PTSD from killing his own dad? So he's got PTSD. have a tear anymore. He's like, it's just in his box. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, what have you done? It's probably... What have you done? <laughs> it's probably, name uh, It's probably exactly that, you know. There's probably a, a much more sound reason why yeah, he didn't meet him. At first, he was all brave. Like, he's talking about, like, his astrology. It's always setting the stars, boys. Don't worry about that. And then so, when it was a fact. He also doesn't tear down a fort, which Hulagu sends messages saying that he wants him to tear it down. And that's the famous fort I mentioned earlier from Assassin's Creed, this famous oh, Alamut fort. So he's saying shut down the he's like He literally dojo. says close it and tear it down Shut down to Quasha. Dojo and burn it to the ground. Imagine yeah. how that would make you feel as a karate man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens, bro. Karate's stone of karate, though. So it's kind he of like actually Alamut. flees to a fortress built into the mountains. So he doesn't start. He's not like you telling me to shop. Like he just he lobs it out of that place and goes to his other fortress, which is literally built into a mountain. And in uh, that 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 is called uh, Maimon Diz. That's um, old Mesopotamian for Helm's Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much Helm's so, Deep, isn't it? But with assassins instead of men. Did the Hashashins have women folk? Like, as in, were they like a? Did they travel as a tribe, or were they just stuck at the army? Oh, I don't know. Or is it just like a mainly army sort of... I think it was, like it was more of an Mongolians, order. Yeah. They just, like, everyone joined up. They took over the city. Well, and marching and armies would have... Like, yeah. Marching armies marching would armies have their family dudes. with them. Oh, yeah, true. But marching armies would have families with them. They'd bring... The old caravan. Yeah, the old caravan. That's it. Whereas these guys, I think these guys are just troops and chavvies running about, mm. going into fort to fort, especially yeah. at this point. You've got 150,000 yeah, like, people on your doorstep. It seemed like a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been exactly up, like you've been, been saying. They're a karate like guilds the whole time. Yeah. So that way, <laughs> sorry, if this table's all loud and you hear me your wrist repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulagu's not having any of that. So he marches his army to Maimondiz and he begins to siege it. And after two days of tearing the, f- the literal face of this uh, fort from the mountain, like he crumbles it. Um, Quasha comes down from the mountain and surrenders. And he requests a meeting with the Great Khan himself. You got, you're in no position for a meeting, bro. He wants a meeting Look with... Look at Helm's Deep. Yeah, there. yeah. But he wants a meeting with Mongake. He comes down oh. to Hulagoon and he's like, I want to meet your, your boss, bro. Yeah. Which, Take I guess... Take me to your leader. I'll be like, what? So you can stab him in his bed, you dirty little man. Pap, 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 pap. Ponied him. <laughs> Pony all over. <laughs> and I've got Helm's Deep. And on top of that, taking the piss even more when uh, when he did surrender the Mongols enter Maimondiz and a bunch of assassins who didn't give up still attacked them and like started trying to chuck them up oh, inside the they true got the karate spirit they split the karate spirit in half that's it that's it they but to go like no surrender well actually we said that and you're like no you said that I've lived by that yeah and then you're walking down Smoke the corridor of pot to those fucking like trancy little seminars we had <laughs> And then no, you're walking surrender. down the corridor of your new fort and some little stoner comes out of the corridor choking you. That's what's yeah. happened into the oh. poor Mongols too. Yeah. It's not good. Goblins. Wow. <laughs> so they ain't too happy right. about this and it, but it doesn't take them they long They've got to... some sore hips by this point. 
There are, yeah, there's a lot of bleeding hips. But the old potheads are, are flounced. <laughs> Proper flounced, brother. It doesn't take them long for them to take over the whole mount, uh, take over the whole fort. Yeah, get rid of their stash, they will turn against each other. <laughs> and funnily enough, I guess because he surrendered, because this is quite Mongol, because they, they quite liked it when someone surrendered, right? Um, unless they had to fight him. I guess they did have to fight him, so I don't know what's it's like going on It's like, be polite, here. submit, you get a pony. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you get ponies. Well, he got more than a pony here. He was actually given um, his fa- uh, the, uh, the concubine he liked the most out of Hulagu's. Who did? Quasha. It was that was that his name? Because he wanted to meet up with Quasha. the boys. Yeah, he got given he got given his favourite concubine out of Hulagu's harem. Mm, I suppose he is like he's grimy. And he, he did stab. He probably like, came down like, look, I'm surrendering. You guys attacking my fort. I'll stab my dad up. It's like a, yeah, it's like a prison sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's not actually that cool. But like in that scenario, you're like, that's actually a dude that we could use. Yeah. He's cold blooded, really. Yeah. Or is he hiding in his cave and he's shitting himself? We don't know. But like, it could be either way. So you, you want to chance it. You'd rather have a gamble than fight these dudes that are supposed to be assassins, poisonous blades and that. So you're like, listen, come fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, isn't this the... Didn't you find out when you were doing research on the entire century? This is... This century is the first time the word cuckold got used. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it was added to the Urban Dictionary. Uh, not the Urban Dictionary. The Oxford Dictionary. There you go. The word cuckold. Because of Hulagoo and Quash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, <laughs> you think he's a good terror on that pony, yeah? You wait you find out. He's an absolute cuck boy. But on top of that, they take Quasha to Alamut, the fortress that but they forced him. Imagine karate for the first time. What, assassin karate? No, like, imagine Chuck Norris turns up and you've never heard of karate. Come fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they had to, one of the the payments, I guess, is they take Quasha to Alamo, mm. um, and make him watch as they tear it down brick by brick. Oh. So that's a pretty cold one, but it gets. But colder. then he's like, "Thank you, God. <laughs> you've helped me see the world through a hundred penises." <laughs> but they they uh they get a lot harsher uh, to him, right? Yeah. Um. They torture lit- was like really popular. They don't torture this chap. Well, you'll find out. Well, I mean, well, it was Christians at the time. The- I think it was this year they made it legal, or like a oh, really? couple years prior. The like the Pope announced it. So like around twelve fifties. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah. So like, no, actually, that's okay. If they're heretics, you can just torture them or maybe kill them. I actually just checked for the their book. heresy. I just checked the book that I can read and you guys no, it can't. Like a, it was like a memo. Oh, really? So, like, oh, I really want to torture this guy, can I? And the priest, they're like, no, of course you can't. No, what do you think Jesus would say if he caught you? Wait a minute. Bit of mail. Open some mail. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Flick, fr- yeah, yeah, go on. What do you reckon? Tie him up with strings? No, more. <laughs> what I've oh, got sharp hands, I've got stretchers, I've got breakers. So they did, they did love a bit of torture back then, right? But yeah. this isn't, they don't torture him. They actually fill his request and they send him off to go meet. Oh, they this chap what he wants. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it. We caught you at your fortress. What now? Bit of mate. No, fuck my wife. What do you want? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever you need, mate. He must be quite charismatic. But yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? He was waste not, want not. Yeah. The whole Mongol ethos. Let everyone live carry out their practices and you've got a doggy for life. They might have a doggy who'll be up to paying taxes down the line. Yeah. So they're giving karate, him... Tax karate. Ta- yeah. Tax and karate. Imagine that. <laughs> but on the way to meeting Mongolke, he uh, 
he gets in a scrap with his Mongol gods. Oh, his own gods. <laughs> yeah. Who does? Quasha. Karate man. Quasha. <laughs> Quasha the assassin, on the way Chuck. to meet Wonguke, yeah. gets in a scuffle with his Mongol gods. Jeez. Um, he must have just been like, no, you know, nothing. Like, Aikido's the shit. And they're like, no, mountain horse wrestling is the <laughs> shit. And they're like, no, man, it's all about catching the little wristy one. Rather than killing him. him there, they don't, but they do take it as a massive disrespect. Yeah, they just proved your wrist locks don't even work. <laughs> and you're rude to say that about mountain wrestling. So, Which to this day reigns supreme. I guess and it's his patrolmen do it. I don't know how this works. But the order is then sent to go get his wife his children, and anyone who's still related to him. And he watches them get taken apart brick by brick as well. And they take them, and they give them to the son of the general who was assassinated by the assassins. Oh, oh, you hit the wrist gong at the perfect moment. (laughs) That was like the ultimate play. Yeah, you're our mate. Come along with us. Come along with us. Let him be your mate until he gets too cheeky. And then when he gets too cheeky, you slap him about and you do it properly. They slapped hey, him about. You like your wife, yeah? Yeah, you like your family, yeah? It's his family now. <laughs> That's it. Um, and they actually gave it to him as revenge for what they did to his dad. So um, he probably executed their family That's as well. That's like a nice like, round little circuit. It's a good it's one, isn't it? Off. I think the Mongols like to do that a lot. It's quite a nice one. Yeah. Um, Hot sand on people as well, I reckon. That strikes me as a Mongol thing. What's that, sorry? A bit of hot sand. A bit of hot sand? I'm sure they did. Um, we should look into <laughs> Mongol torture methods. Um, I reckon it'll be in your head as well, like this one. Mm. Cucking people, you're the cuck, <laughs> he cucks me. Oh, no. <laughs> he has his meeting with Mongoke as well. Mm. And it's basically called a disappointing me- uh, meeting where Mongoke boys him off completely. And on the journey home, Quasha is led off by his Mongol guards or whoever's with him, and he's stomped and kicked to death. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a mafia hit. He's just towed in behind the club. He's in there thinking he's about to get made to a little gym. <laughs> and they drag him out the back, cooking or something. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are the Now most... I didn't want to beat little Keisha. <laughs> you know me. But under the blue sky, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> It's bloody good, isn't it's it? It's a Scorsese one for sure. The Mongols are Scorsese as hell, but <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Really he needs to stop <laughs> making. <laughs> we do need to make him stop making. What is it? Uh, flowers of the dead. I don't know. What, what's the? I think that's already made. He's just like um, who knows? We a... need him to get to start yeah, making Mongolian movies. Like Mongol movies. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like um, Conan the Barbarian sort of movie where it's still just pure action, but modern day. But based gang- on a but Mongol gang- Jesus. <laughs> they're gangster as hell. Yeah, so, well, they are mobster. Like maybe they could be like Catholic Italian Mongols. So that stomping to death of him basically gets is the end of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah, that's great. He's just like, yeah, you might know karate. They've been kicked in by three dudes once, and they're just stomping and kicking. You're pissed up as well from earlier. You're you're not going. You're going to do well. <laughs> so um, you're going anywhere, Mister Karate Man. I don't know if you're any... Uh, big up, the original Karate Man. Well, the original Assassins, yeah, yeah. He's they're, like they're, a little... He's got his own little... Like, they're the original ninjas, isn't they? Yeah. Like, it's a cool one. Pretty ninja. His death sucks. Yeah, that's the, it's good. It's, <laughs> like when, it's like when that beach boy drowned. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... It's, 
it's better. It's like not uh, ironic or any of them, but it's like you know how it fits. Yeah, it's just right for him. And and the fact that he got all of his family killed before that as well, yeah. just for getting a little karate scuffle on the way to yeah, the he's capital. Like, oh, you want to get rude with the bouncers? Actually, just because you're all like richer than him and all that, do you know what I mean? You got to treat the janitor like you treat the CEO, as they say. That's and it. they see that as an affront. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you see how we treat your people now? Yeah. That's you it, bro. rude little man. They are good. They're good. The Mongols ain't... Well, I mean, they're not good, but they're not too bad. They're pretty fun. They're good fellas. They're good fellas. They're good, <laughs> good fellas. fellas. They are good fellas, right? They're real wise guys. Bruv, you're going to love the ending of this entire story after making this <coughs> More people get kicked to death. <laughs> just you yes. wait. I'm excited to tell you the ending. <laughs> they Seriously, shave some up. dude's head in front of everyone and then cut it off. <laughs> One of them, so, whoa, that frat boy killing. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, right? But, um... We've killed, we've killed the leader of the assassins, yeah. Yeah, but there was still like loyalists out there. Well, no, no. Is there like lone Did Ronins? the Caliph of Baghdad come out? Ah, who knows if he's gonna get rude or not yet? He didn't even come out. So he's still in the closet. So, that means they're pretty pissed. They wanted him to come out and mm. show respect. Oh yeah, he was supposed to say well done for that bozo from the mountains. He was actually a bother. Yeah. But they didn't even. They didn't even say thanks. And he's mate. already been drinking all week. <laughs> he's already been drinking End for two years prior. Bro. I'm like, what are we gonna do now? No first. No. <laughs> Did you anyone? Anyone see the caliph? No, I didn't see him. Let's go find him. Yeah. And knock on his door, boy. Well, he was meant to be out. Ah, uh, so those dudes that are like, you know, they're like aggressive towards you, but they're acting like they're your buddy, but they're like <laughs> manhandling you. That's what they're doing to the caliph. That's exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is it? It's your boy. Come on, mate. We're all friends here. <laughs> so Baghdad at this time, right? Um, it's described as the center of the world. Yeah. Mm. Um. It's comparable to Victorian London, how like vast and important Victorian London was in yeah. the world, was back then, for then. Um, yeah, Silk Road access, everything, access bro. to all the oceans, the Everything, east. the best scholars in the world, the centre of science. Yeah, maths, maths is invented. philosophy. Astronomy, astrology. Who loves astrology. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And astronomy, I bet. I bet it was closer together back in those days as well. And the like Nowadays, you don't actually look at the stars and figure it out for yourself. You just get told by the newspapers. Well, so I reckon actually Hulagoo probably had like a... A chavvy next to him at all times. Yeah, like a dude with a... A star reader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he'd wear like... <laughs> you know how Whippy Goldberg dressed in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I reckon he's That's popping about. That's what the star like, reader like, like. Maybe he can like... He has like a sparkler. They've got some like rudimentary like... Salt Peter that makes a sparkle or something. No doubt, no that doubt. That would be his vibe. So it's rule Baghdad is ruled over by the caliph of what was known as the Abbasid dynasty. Mm. Um, that is the uncle of Muhammad. Ab. Uh, Abbasid. I don't know how if it's Ab, but um, the current leader of Baghdad is Al Mustasim, who began his reign in twelve forty two. So he's only on the throne what sixteen years before the Mongols come knocking on his door. 16? 16. 1 6. Yeah, that's a pretty good time. You think it's enough for the Mongols to be knocking at the door? Ain't, ain't a lot, bruv. Yeah, if you were 16. He wasn't 16. He'd <laughs> <laughs> been king since birth. But yeah, no, no one's ever ready for the Mongols anyway. No, no let one alone, in history. Let alone a king. Um, and on top of that, Almastasim wasn't particularly popular. Yeah. He no was, one liked him, so you could sway him with a pony. Well, he's considered a bad ruler in history. A lot of the reasons because because. Um, he falls victims to his own, own indulgences, so he may have been Haram, bruv. <coughs> yeah, more than likely. He is most likely definitely Haram, bruv. One of them. Um, like real life wrong'un. Yeah, he had a lot of or concubines. Just like 
but they're <laughs> just like chocolate. They're um, there's a part of them you might actually like quite a bit. <clears throat> yeah, pigeons. Oh, yeah, he loved pigeons. Yeah, oh, yes. He yeah. loved pigeons. That's an bro. ancient sport. Yeah. Egyptians he, had pigeons. He loved it. That was one of his biggest expenditures yeah. was pigeon racing. Yeah, it's like the Chinese nowadays. It's like one of the few things they gamble on. Oh, really? Yeah, so they've like, really spent their money on pigeons. Yeah, he loved he loved the Pidgeotto, bro. Absolutely loved it's it. It's still quite big in the Middle East. Is it? Yeah, well, really, I think I've seen a lot like of... The fancy pigeons that look like old school pigeons as well. Proper rock doves. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, he, he was a sucker for the kingly sweet treats, bro. And um, that's not as haram as I was thinking then. No, no, I thought he was like a deviant. But he's—I I don't know. I can't say I went there. It's well, only Monday, but point. I don't know. <laughs> History is the victor, and I'm still alive, bro. <laughs> One nil. So he was a wronger. You don't want to know about this guy. He's worse than the last guy. He was a fucking. Well, do you know I mentioned earlier about the neighborhood just for musicians? It didn't exist before he was ruler. He made that neighbourhood. <laughs> Sounds like a Democrat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so yeah. Little Soho going on. No, yeah, he, no, he's a deviant. <laughs> there you go, bro. You found it. <laughs> no, he's you found a it. Deviant. There was actually he actually Music. had a, a house for the most popular bard in the world at that time there as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I uh, there's a. I know there's a few documentaries and YouTube videos floating about about that guy. That'll probably be a fun one one day, but I don't know much about him, except he had a yard in Baghdad prior to 1258. Um, it was like happening city. Yeah, it was the it city, was bro. Like, yeah. It was the city. Politically as well, he um, he wasn't like, because he was easily swayed. Like, really Lobbyists. Swayed. Yeah, lobbyists Sounds all like over the show. a Democrat, bro. <laughs> um, uh, you know what I mean, though? He's one of those politicians. Well, this didn't help him with the Mongols in a way as well, because where he was easily swayed... He had people who were pro-Mongol and people who were anti-Mongol. While the Mongols are marching towards him, telling him different things. And he's the type of dude that's going to do an interpretive dance about that instead of assessing the situation. <laughs> like some so, high school musical shit. That's it, exactly that. And <laughs> he ends up doing pretty much nothing, bruv. One of the reasons he does Conflicted. nothing is because... He spent all day in bed like, no, tell him <laughs> I'm not coming out. <laughs> Classic Democrat. And then uh, he... He ends up uh, <laughs> listening to one, one, what would be the word? I guess one politician, I don't know. One ambassador, whatever. He listens to one Chavi's advice, which is don't worry about it. Because if these guys come knock on your door, all of Islam's going to come down and back you up. And he yeah. thought, yeah, that sounds about That's right. a nice way to unify the caliphate. Yeah, exactly that. Radicalise the moderates. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's how they thought, yeah. you know, we're all, all Islam will all march under one flag yeah. to save you from... Like, it's like the alien invasion they're proposing most recently in modern news. <laughs> it's like Project Bluebeam is meant to unite all nations. Exactly that. So we've got the biggest aliens ever, Ponymen. That's what, uh, Ponymen Ever's are the biggest aliens. Like, that's it. The mothership the is just... Side. That 150,000 army. Yeah, they thought it was one thing. Yeah. And they thought it was flying because it was rumbling everything. Sounded like a jet because it was just like beating on the floor like an earthquake. So. Ancient aliens. The city actually ends up having two messengers come from Hulagu mm. while he's on his way. And here's, here's one of the messages. Take of what the Mongol army has done to the world and those in it. From the time of Genghis Khan until today may have reached your hearing. Do not try to accomplish the impossible. Destroy your ramparts, fill in your moats, and come to us. If you do not heed our advice, I shall not leave one person alive in your realm. 
Noise. Yeah, that's what Holy Goose sent to the Caliph. Um, and my oh, favourite... Or ponies. Uh, oh. We've got two <laughs> things we can give you. Arrows, and they're delivered directly to the face, or ponies. Or horseshit. A lot of horseshit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say before you started talking about his riders leaving that town. And I was like, how long with all them ponies would it take for it to be buried? It's like, it must have been like, yeah, yeah. It must have been like essentially a solid flood, like a manure flood. Yeah, that would be a lot of horseshit, wouldn't it? So much shit. Um, Does everyone carry their own nose bag for the pony as well? Like, what's going on? <laughs> My mind is reeling all the time about all these ponies. Like, yeah, sure, it's great, but think about where you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> think of the stench, bro. Yeah. The stench of all that horseshit. Because you can train your pony to shit somewhere else, like a dog, but, like, is everyone going to do that? No. No one's training nah. their pony to shit somewhere else. They'll be all, like, I'm a specialist in the bow, mate. I don't mess around with all this horseman gear. Shit where it wants. So my favourite thing as well about these messages which Hulagoo started is um they actually start a bit of a Twitter beef back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sending messages and he's sending back their heads and he's doing the same thing like emojis. Look <laughs> <laughs> how scared that face is when I send it back to you bitches. I know. Look at how long his tongue come out. <laughs> so you gotta tell me which emoji or beheaded head you send back with each of these messages, right? So after that I've got I've got the messages back and forth. Because I love this. I love the fact that they had a Twitter beef back in ancient times. So to that message, the Caliph sent, or Al-Mustasim sent back a message saying, Young man, you have just come of age and have expectations of living forever. You think your command is absolute. That's all he said to him. That's not, that's how... No, I wouldn't even send a head back for that one. No? Well, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> come of age and everything I do is great so <laughs> what you're going to do is what I said actually the... it does have more to that I'm wrong every monarch who have attacked the Abbasid dynasty and Baghdad has met a sad doom the foundation of this palace is extremely strong and will last until doomsday I'd send you one back and say, but did they have ponies <laughs> what they what ponies going to do with walls though bruv it's not the point <laughs> It's the biomass of the ponies is a big factor, I think. They're causing global warming out here. What, 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 they did. What, um, what head emoji are you sending if you're Al Mustasim with that message? Well, I can't think. Like a confused face. I'd be like the guy that, because you've got to execute him just as he pulls the face, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so yeah, you'd have it. to, like, really so get in his, like, you make up a language. He's like, I learnt Mongol so I could go and go to the Mongol court as a messenger. He turns up and you're like, gibbity, pow. Just as he's pulling that shocked slug. I get you. What's going on, face? And I send that back and on his forehead I chop you like, what are you on about? <laughs> what are you on about? I'm here. I H- said it. Hulagu replies to al Sim, I shall bring you down miserably into the jaws of a lion. That's nice. And that's, that's his reply. That's it. Into the jaws of the. Did he bring the lion up? <laughs> Man, where he's coming that. from, he's probably found enough lions on the way. Yeah. Empires, that's the big thing about empires as well. They always get a big cat in. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> do, the Grecians like, had cougars and jaguars and that, and the skins were really like super rare. They do love Romans a big cat. had the big cats for the fights with the Christians and stuff. The, the gladiators and that. Everyone's involved in it. Like, Lionheart is a big thing. No, there's no lions from any of these countries that love lions. They just found yeah, them out, out the in the Middle thing. East and were like, yeah, that's yeah. sick. Found them in North yeah. Africa and was like, big cat, yes. Imagine being the first dude as well. Let's see like, a lion. Well, not the first dude ever, but like the first the first time you'd ever found out about a lion was by seeing it. 
<laughs> I go up in the mountain just saying it's a good I spot to pitch my tent I don't my think pony, that person gets to live there like a wolf <laughs> what is that <laughs> Mongolia definitely had mountain lions more than likely it's got them big like lynxes they're really high altitude aren't they yeah Mongolia's yeah. mountains so like they've got like lynxes the long haired leopards and stuff like that with a really big paws I get you they're well, not just like tree like they're like plains animals they've got a bit of point in their ears yeah they've got the like bar. a little Khajiit going on. <laughs> they are a bit Khajiit. As the Mongols approached, approached um, Baghdad, every single village and township they pass through, they absolutely decimate, leaving none alive. That's the point. That's what he said. He did. So there's following orders. He's, I mean? He got a bit pissed up, so he's broke one of the orders. His but, missus has been on his case. Are you little keyboard warrior? Why are you saying all that to him? And he's <laughs> like, watch, watch. You're going out in a stony. <laughs> Um, and by this point, Almasdasim is get, probably getting a bit worried, and so he sends out an offer of a large payment if Hulagu turns back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good thing, though. That's what you want. Hulagu replies to this officer offer with, "Since you have come all this way, how can we turn back without visiting the caliph?" Now that it's going to be one of these fucking Jamaican switches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gather all your gold together in this chest. Give it to us. And we're going to take everything else anyway. <laughs> and again, um, Al Mustasim and the anti-Mongol boys in his uh, assembly threatened to decla- uh, send threats declaring that if Hulagu turns back now, then Al Mustasim will spare him. That's the wrong thing to say <laughs> to mate who's been getting it in the year old from his missus and has gone out in the stony. It's a bit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Almustasim has no idea what he's doing, dude. He's. Yeah. I'll give you treasure. Hulagu's like, I'm coming to see you anyway, bro. I'm going to get boys? the treasure either way. Did you not get my tweet? <laughs> Did you not see it? You don't 40, get my thousand retweets. <laughs> 150,000 likes. Imagine that in the morning, like you're dressing everyone like nice shiny boots there. Yeah, no, hold your sword. Yep, that's right. Yep, cool. All addressing the parade. And you're like, now nah, everyone, put out the phone. you got to like the master and commander's tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Blows up the post instantly. <laughs> and how Ooh. are Mustafa's boys supporting him on the social media? Were Mustafa they throwing said, the likes and Well, he's got, he's, he's got all the pigeons, boy. Yeah, so he's, he's actually tweeting. He's actually tweeting, bruv. This oh, is another fun part about well, it. Were the Mongols coming back with the pigeons? I, d- I don't think... And then he's fair, like, look, he said this, what, put what you want back on the pigeons. To be fair, I don't think anyone was using Pidgeotos, bruv. They were probably they were, using 100%. messengers. Uh, messengers? You look, you... Instant messengers. You've played with... Pigeons. You, <laughs> that sounds bad. But you've... you've I've molested pigeons. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you've, like, reared pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined some pigeons right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've reared pigeons. You couldn't train a pigeon to fly to an army, drop off a message, then no, come back home. No, but if you send the original messenger, and he's like, here's a bunch of pigeons, we're going to have it out. And then like every time, like, he's going <laughs> to keep sending you mail. You're like, ah! you get all angry. You write one down, put it on a pigeon, let go one. <laughs> Next message. Someone brings another like you might have like spare pigeons. You might have to send like three or four at a time. So, so definitely your first gets messenger is like, Bing, 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 hotting up his line. They're all like, <laughs> your first pigeon, your first messenger isn't even a message. A message. It's a box of pigeons. Yeah, with a message. With a message. Tell the pigeons what you think about this. Okay. You, you got to turn back. So I'll spare your life if you turn back, you little punk. 
and they know you've got the urge to kill the pigeons because <laughs> you're a psycho okay. who loves a drink. Who loves a drink <laughs> in astrology. Actually, and then get, get my pen. Get my pen. It's serious. <laughs> you might have done. You never know. So there is the last message. Um, after saying, I'll spare you if you turn back now. Ridiculous. Hulagu apparently laughs and comes back with, what do I ever have to worry from the caliph and his troops? And he's like, well, Caliph, Anya knows how to party. So it starts. So he's like, no one's scared. No, no one's scared. It's like, you, well, the, you turn back and spare your life. He's like, who? who? From who? Al Mustasim's definitely confused. Yeah, he's never met a, a hooligan before. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to go like the, Democrat, like the Greek route. They write each other a little letter like, fool, you're a folly. Like, you're all silly in this way. You don't even... He did, I mean, he did... You're a chicken. He did... He, he did offer him treasure and then threaten him straight after, but also offered him treasure after threatening him before anyway. It's that Xerxes vibe where you feel like you're, you're wrong in any way. Okay. okay. Is this the degenerate, yeah? This is the degenerate. Exactly. He's yeah. got that vibe where he's like, when you start calling me daddy, then we can get along. <laughs> like He's a proper like you know, the English supervillain yeah, in like, I get media. You. I get he's you. one of those dudes that just winds you up anyway. It's like, sounds like a good deal. But you shut up. <laughs> Talk to me like that. So he actually starts the battle as well. Must have. Yeah, Al Mustasim. Al Mustasim starts the battle. He sends a cavalry unit of 20,000 of his own ponies. Who's trying to play ponies? <laughs> what happens here? Don't go well, does it? <laughs> He's a pigeon man. Stay away from the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> he sends them out to meet the Mongols before they reach the gates. And uh, they find a small party of Mongols mere miles from the city. But this small party of Mo- uh, Mongols turn back, drunk enough. <laughs> turn back and retreat. Uh-oh. And the, Mus- uh, the Muslim cavalry love it. Yeah, they drag them into a war like old, the old Battle of Hastings, so, sucker so them in. Al-Mustasim and his troops are like whooping and hollering, cheering as they're killing a couple Mongols as they're retreating. Um, but it's all a bluff, like you just Yeah, said. they're disorganised. They've followed them into a big old trap. While, love it. while this cavalry unit are chasing them, Foot troops of the Mongol army sneak out around and start busting the dams and the dikes around the plains of Baghdad. Because I believe it's the Tigris River. Yeah, they flood it. Yes. So. They're changing the weather again. (laughs) (laughs) They're rerouting another river. Bruv, seriously. They're like, they're changing the weather. Changing the the landscape, everything. Conspiracy theorists think that our government are changing the weather back then. No, the Mongol boys were literally. Well, everyone's been at it. It's another theme. Everyone Everyone's always change, been yeah. doing it. Everyone likes to change the weather. Lions and weather changing is starting to come up. <laughs> I'm seeing it now. I'm get, we're we're one episode again. into this show. We've, we've figured out all of history. There. Lions and fucking weather changing. Even like, yeah, up to this day. Like lions are significant to the princes. Like there's yep. lots of big cats in like the Middle East still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these dudes are probably like distant. Like so, they feel like they're the same lineages and that kings are the same area. They managed to flood these plains. They managed to flood these plains. And um, literally swamped by the Mongols. The Mongols end up running further back into their own army. And then the own own army catches up with the 20,000. And these 20,000 now can't retreat. Because they're fully pincered. Because they're fully pincered by... Stupid. Don't take your cavalry like that because you've got a fruity leader. (laughs) A bunch of a bunch of the cavalry. Send our two hundred best riders. A lo- Spare no one. A lot of the cavalry, cavalry end up retreating um, and drowning in the pla- in the flooded plains. But 
Hulugu's army takes 12,000 ears. Yeah. He takes 12,000 ears off of this this 20,000 army. He's <laughs> so gangster. And, um, Gangs of New York vibes. He sends them... Ears um, and noses will be the trophies of the day. He's, oh, actually, no, sorry. That, I got it wrong. Hulugu doesn't cut those ears. The troops... It wasn't the whole army they caught up with. I've made a mistake. The retreating troops ended up call, catching up with another, just a smaller band of Mongols. Oh. And they smashed them but up. together they were good enough to, to take out this cavalry, cavalry who were unit. now pincered in with the water. Who got pigeon ponies. And they sent 12,000 ears back to Hulagu. So they took... Oh, it was like, guess what we found? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Look, so we... none of these ears match anyway. <laughs> well done, boy. <laughs> um... And as we mentioned earlier, Al Mustasim hasn't prepared for this at all. This <laughs> He's like, oh, that was all my dudes. <laughs> Fuck, that's all the ears we got to give. Well, the walls are reportedly laid unprepared. And reinforcements... So the walls weren't even like... They didn't have batteries up or archers at the... Nothing. Nope. nope. And... What are they made out of? Calls for... Re- Sandstone sort of stuff. Sandstone sort of stuff. permanent. Oh, it's back. It's the oh, biggest yeah, city in the world of the yeah, time. Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, of course it would probably be there. Um, the walls lay unprepared, and re- reinforcements from these other Islam nations haven't even been called for, because he just assumed. Oh yeah, mate, he said all of Islam will back me up. When? He hasn't even sent. <laughs> when <laughs> that's, that's bad organization. That's the type of leader he is. <laughs> that's it. That's it. He's partying in his his, his artist district. <laughs> yeah, he's like oh. So, oh, lovely. Anyway, I've got a call. I've got a quick little tweet I've got to send off. Sends a pigeon to Chavi. Would Islam back me? Back you on what? Islam. Yeah, Islam's all together all the time. Yeah. They didn't even show up, Rob. Send 600 dudes. He didn't even send for 600 dudes. No, but I mean, like, he sent them out. Straight yeah. away. No, to all my bros. Get everyone off the wall. We're going. Islam said we're with us. And now there's 100,000. Because, you know, probably around 100,000. I know he had 150,000. He's already seized, done a fair few sieges. He's probably yeah. lost a few. Now, Al-Mustasim has got 100,000 Mongol ponies at his door. Yeah. No one on his walls. <laughs> pony time. It's pony time. It's time boy. to pay the pony. <laughs> <laughs> you sucker. Where's my box of gold I got promised in the first email? Second, your mother. Now come down here. Hector! Pony kick, pal. <laughs> So January 29th, 1258, the storm begins. And day and night, the Mongols start smashing the walls with siege engines. Nice. The Chinese made those, so how do they last? <laughs> how long do they last? <laughs> Chinese specialists, they're like, yeah, all fine, all fine. <laughs> They've got different kite marks over there, mate. I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, they had explosives back then. China was yeah, making that's explosives. What I was thinking so about the whole three hundred thing, it was that era, wasn't it? Yeah, that's well, it wasn't that. Well, era, it wasn't that era at all. I mean, like it was those that style of fighting that that, that Xerxes that they're using different culture. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because um, they had little bits of gunpowder, they had little bits of like siege engines. Do you know what I mean? Exactly that. And apparently, while they're doing this, at the same time, <laughs> Mongol camps are set outside the gates of the cities, where they're literally just bashing the gate and like throat singing outside and oh, having a good yeah. old jolly while banging <laughs> on the gates. <laughs> Playing jaw harps and then that's, all, that's it. <laughs> a big sitar one. That's it, bro. The violin sitar, the specialist. So they're just terrorizing this city wall, which has got no one on it either. Which is it's it's a brilliant siege, really. And that for the Mongols. And you want a grappling hook? <laughs> you want a Bubba Fett? Everyone's got a Bubba Fett and a pony. Imagine what they could have done then. So at this point, the caliph starts to try to negotiate. 
but it's too late. But yeah, your time for tweeting is over. <laughs> you're banned. You're cancelled. <laughs> Hulugu smashes, or not him personally, but Hulugu's army smashes a tower on the eastern wall, mm. and the Mongols flood through the ramparts and take hold of the garrison. So they're not in the city. It's almost as bad as January 6th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they take... Let's move on to that quick. They take... They take... They scaled two metre walls. <laughs> they so were they all take, like overweight, meat-based, beer-based diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. They take this eastern wall, mm. but they're just in the garrison. They're not in the city. Yeah. Like so they're a the military wall. Like just greater... Greater yeah, Baghdad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Reportedly, they stay there. And camped there for a, a fair mm. few days. The um, urban children of Baghdad would argue that that wasn't even really Baghdad yet. You ain't even from the end. <laughs> <laughs> Suburban Baghdad. They Suburban Baghdad. That's it. So tipping over some SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> While camping the fucking there, golf course. I tell you. <laughs> While staying there, they actually start um, like pacing up and down the city walls surrounding that area, like mm. iron up the old. Baghdadians while they live there, which is going to be a bit unsettling. So the mortar's all cracking over this side, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you can even pay me to repoint it, or you know the rest. You got the email. <laughs> Pow! From here, thousands, this starts freaking people out, right? And thousands of refugees start trying to flee the city by the, by the river. And, oh, so they on. start trying to get on boats to get out. And they become boats? Um... The Mongols then tie them all together and float them into the sea. So from here, while they're trying to while they're trying to get out, they even the caliph even sends a bunch of his troops out to evacuate with the nobles and the uh, and the refugees as well. Such a fruit move. And they jump on the boat, and they they start going north and south. Trying to escape, just any way out. Just trying to sleep a cell somewhere just else. Just trying to get, trying to get out, and they didn't know that the Mongols had built two bridges either side. So <laughs> they both got their own bridge. So as they, yeah, the, the Mongols turned up to Baghdad and built their own bridges for this exact reason. So as the boats try to go out, they're stuck. They're literally just stuck, and the Mongols are hurling rocks, their bows and arrows, cutting their main cell. Then real, oh, now I can't go forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they, they take reportedly they're only. I mean, the report I found, which is, you know, hard to follow and want know if it's any decent, but um, apparently they only took, like, three boats. <laughs> I remember reading something ridiculous. I'm like, that's not possible. You never know what the boat is, though. Like, Yeah, they capture at least three boats and slaughter all the all aboard. I could, can capture assume... three boats? Yeah. I mean, they commandeer and they say as now. I would assume even at that point, if it's thousands of refugees from Baghdad and you've got two bridges set up, you're going to get more than three boats. But a 400-man boat isn't out of the question, is it? No, that's not out of the question, Big is old, it? like, you know, the really shallow Viking boats and, like, the Nile boats. Yeah. Those sorts of things are, like, a good evacuation, Yako. So, uh, and it's a good, like, project. The Democrat would fucking set up a thing where it's like, we're going to build these boats just in case. It's all the big project. Everyone will have a job for years to come. <laughs> and it's just like, that's their legacy. You know what I mean? They yeah, the, they, got the, the they just took the big boats. I, I mean, it could be that. It could like be that. Like the Al boats. Like, remember Al? Yeah, yeah. by his first name, which is a really successful president sort of thing. <laughs> it was his idea, and now they're finally useful. I guess they that don't fit sense. under bridges. Fucking They Al. definitely don't fit under bridges. De- not a Mongol bridge, anyway. He's a great president, but a shit engineer, I'll tell you. So Al Sim, um from there, realising that he's definitely messed up now and at this point as well the mongols still haven't even entered the proper city yet mm. um he actually sends out 
the rest of his troops and his noblemen to surrender. Oh. I thought it was like <laughs> one last hurrah and that didn't work. Nah, he sends them out to sur- surrender. Where does he go? I'm, I'm assuming um, he comes... Well, he, do- he doesn't come with this group just yeah. after the attempted refugee because the Mongols actually take this group. Um, they take them away from the city and just execute them all. Kick them to death. And then send their bodies to a, the northern city of Mosul just as a sort of your next. Oh, that's great. So n- not even like anything to do with it. They're just like, ah, we've got the next city. Send them, send these corpses up there. As the messenger arrives, he's like, there's something bad's happened one city over. And they're like, what sort of bad thing could have possibly happened with the caliph? And then... Wagons and wagons of bodies. Um, Special delivery. <laughs> at this point, right, um, Al Mustasim fully surrenders. Yeah, like there's no, there's no not surrendering after. Was a he move the boss like of the next city up as well? I'm not sure. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Um, and so he didn't surrender on their behalf. He just surrendered Baghdad. He just surrendered Baghdad, and Punk. the Abbasid dis- dynasty. What a um, and reportedly, Hulagu wasn't that mad about it. He didn't um, exhibit any anger towards Al Mustasim, um, and he even when he met him, he asked after, he asked after his after his health. Yeah. So he thought, oh, "How you doing? Uh, How's that cough? How's your back?" But is that a patronising thing? You know what they're like—they're bitchy guys. Well, apparently he did it pleasantly and kindly. Oh, okay. So he was being genuine. How's that old back, son? Um, oh, I fucking did lift with three ten this morning. What about you? <laughs> well, I'm older. Yeah, I think so. He instructs um, the caliph to tell the people of the city to throw down their weapons and come out so that we may make a count. The caliph complies, tells his city, city men to do that, and uh, he's taken prisoner. And Tax time, baby. Tens, and this is now February 13th, so Monday just gone, 12.58. And that is the day that the Mongols enter the city. Nice. After taking, after that, that's easy siege. I'd say it was an easy easy siege. Yeah. A bit of damn busting, build some bridges, sit outside, throw the rocks and party. Lot, get the Hashashins first sort of turnout as well. It's a nice little touch. I added they that just like, for a little like, bit of, you know, yeah, a little bit of prequel. I thought it would be good like fun. It's like a movie. It's like Apocalypse Now where the first half is sort of something else, but it's completely relevant. Yeah, that's it. I mean, so you know what the boys are about now. That's so it. Like the, they're turned up and apparently the A-team's living in the mountains, like busting them. And and they're not even and the whole reason he even goes about Baghdad is because while he's mus- messing up the assassins, he's looking for some glory. <laughs> he wants Al- mate to be like, look at that. That's it, exactly and no that. One said, look at that. So he's like, I'll show you. That's he's it. Say he didn't look. It's like when a kid's like, hey, hey, watch me do this. Watch me do this. Except you didn't look. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. So look now me. the kids turning up at your doorstep with a hundred thousand ponies. Yeah, he's like, you didn't know. You thought I was joking about the ponies, didn't you? <laughs> Everyone else thinks I'm lying on Twitter. When they enter the city on February 13th, tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands, are slaughtered. And their bodies reportedly cover the entire plains outside the city. Three days after the surrender, Hulagu enters the city. As dark as it's about to get, with all the slaughtering, or as dark as it's already got, Hulagu promises the populace he will spare any Christians inside the wall. He's crusading. (laughs) And he also, but not just Christians, Christians, um, Shiites, Rustlers, (laughs) Jews, any religion apart from the Al Abbasid's religion. So 
every religion's fine. You all get he that. gave them. Their, he made their, they made their choice. Yeah, he well, gave them the chance on the Twitter. <laughs> on the old with the old Pidgeotto. Yeah. Um, but he also, well, after that, he's still sending troops literally door to door. The orders <laughs> were door to door um, to pillage everyone else. Yeah, that's efficient. <laughs> that's what we said at the start when the ponies start ponying ain't nobody gonna stop the pony pony train the door to door as well bruv like what if you're if knock, you're knock, knock. hello you'd just be going outside so and putting a crucifix oh, on the door oh that's too bad you are going from out. down the road since you ain't even from Papa back down anyway <laughs> Baker he starts heading Hulagu starts heading to the royal palace and when he gets to the royal palace he demands the caliph serve him a feast saying you are the host and we are the guest. Bring whatever you have that is suitable for us. And oh, what do you do? Bring dog food or something rude? No, he f- feeds oh. them. Oh. They ransack his treasury. So we're talking... That's the voice. What a delicious meal. Now take me to the treasury. <laughs> what? And you got to remember at this point, that's five centuries of collected treasure, treasure for yeah. the Al-Abbasid dynasty. Yeah. Five cent, five hundred years, bruv, of treasures that you and the boys just got for partying outside the walls of Baghdad. And you thought Aladdin was bad, bruv. <laughs> you thought Pooh was shysty. <laughs> Boy! <laughs> they even loot the royal crypts. Yeah. No, no way. They bury them with nice rings on and stuff. Not just to do up. that. They're Skyrim type guys. They loot the royal crypts to burn the bodies and remains of past royals and nobility. They deleted your... Fucking fossils, bro. They deleted their history, yeah, bro. Mate. The city, the mosques, ancient libraries. And you heard about the blue sky. <laughs> Everything under it, bro. Everything. What colour's your sky, mate? <laughs> that's the first thing I would have said on Twitter. Well, that's why they never came to England. It's yeah. always grey, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So the cities, the mosques, ancient libraries, all like well-reputed houses of wisdom. They're all set ablaze. Bur- it burns down. Um, a witness, I don't know, I guess it must be a Christian or someone who's not oh, Sunni. Yeah. A witness report is the women were dishonoured, the living killed and the dead were burnt. The dead layers ma- uh, mounds in the streets and markets. Rain fell on them, their faces disfigured and they became an example to anyone who saw them. So they left these bodies just laying out in the streets. But also did it mention libraries, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, this so, is... So that's what I was groaning about. I feel like that's the worst thing you can do. Because you're meant to be the boys, the cultural boys. You're like inclusive, and then you, no, obviously not that inclusive. I guess that, uh, yeah, like, yeah. They, I you're meant to be saying. like let them continue their shit, but then, big man's trying to send the tweets. I think I think it's He's more to, to send say, a like, message I'll rather than yeah. rather than we don't want you to have your culture. I think it was more. Oh, they sent the maps back to Marco, and that. They, I don't know. They, is like, that is that genuinely what happened? And they give it to um, Hundred Eyes. Do <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? They, the same way as like the Templars worked. Maybe the Mongols were sophisticated enough at that point to be like, look, we we burned a lot of really good shit. <laughs> you know, like, remember when you smashed that thing? No one could make anything like that anymore. Like, that's a real treasure that you destroyed there. And then they got, like, they had a conscience two generations on where they're like, let's collect the good bits. <laughs> so we'll pretend we're burning the rest. And we'll never anger at God by burning the religious text, but we'll pretend just to wind them up. Nah, bro, they burnt it all. Okay, no one's getting wound <laughs> up because everything's getting burnt. They burnt it all, Who's bro. Who's wound up? No one, because it's dead. <laughs> no one, because they're, they're, and, and, they're... pony food. And they're, they're, they're buried, their ancestors, their buried ancestors, also, also double dead. Double dead, <laughs> deleted. You talk about cancelling. Um, the stench of rotting flesh inside the city of Baghdad got so bad that um, it offended Hulagu, and he 
built his camp outside it's of the city. Dirty, rotten <laughs> bastards. <laughs> this town stinks. <laughs> Locals aren't very talkative. <laughs> the death total was reported somewhere between 800,000 to 2 million. Ooh. Yeah. That's, like, that's close to what I was saying earlier. Yeah. That's like nearly, it's a big chunk. Yeah. That's like half a percent point that's of the whole population in a day. Well, two days. Well, no, it was it was a few weeks. It was yeah. a few weeks, yeah. No, but like the the charges and the slaughters and the yeah. Oh yeah, well no, yeah, just inside the city. You're right, actually. Oh, You're right. Like the, yeah, a few the days. Trouncing of them, and then yeah. it, like the friendship yeah, disease, yeah. I suppose, was spreading as well. So that's um, probably what brings it up closer to two mil. There's there's that old story about how an emissary from somewhere years later is on his way to Baghdad and he thinks he sees snow-peaked mountains. Skellies. And then he gets there and it's just skeletons. Bro. It's so the funny bones just waiting for him. <laughs> um, that's out of order. So that's, it's a big one. But that's cool, isn't it? It's, it's pretty wild. So do you want do you want to know what ends up ha- happening to the Caliph? Nah. No? <laughs> yeah, no, what they got the Caliph doing? They got him, they've got him next. Let right. him fuck their wife. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. So we'll put him back on the vicious cycle. This hasn't happened by now because it is currently the 16th, but on February the 20th, he executes the Caliph. Okay. But Mongol tradition believes it's bad luck to spill noble blood on the earth. So it said they rolled him up in a carpet and beat him to death. <laughs> That's good fellas. They're some real wise guys. They're good fellas, aren't they? Yeah, no blood on the ground. Get him in the carpet. That's wise. (laughs) (laughs) You must prepare.